Anyway, Pop, I don't need a haircut. Hey, everybody, how are you? This is the haircut show. My name is Jeff Calvin, a solid kid. I train. Oh, Jesus, you deserve that. It's like I'm having the show with Joelle. Everybody, this is exactly. Jeff of Solid. That's my job to fill in Joelle. Can I just finish my intro, please? This is Jeff Calvin, a solid kid. I training, and this is the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a QA show. You ask how your dog training questions, you're going to get answers. What you're going to do is you're going to type your question in in the post a comment box, and then what you'll do after that is you will, um, Angela will read it, and then I will answer it. And most of these questions, if you noticed, they talk about um, how to stop, how to stop, how to stop, how to stop. Now, the way we train dogs, the way we actually train a dog to do something is we actually say um, we use a positive reinforcement food reward model. All dogs don't take food, so you can't use food, but you're going to use some sort of positive reinforcer. When it comes to stopping an unwanted behavior, you cannot use a positive reinforcer to stop the unwanted behavior. That would be step two to reinforce the wanted behavior. So a lot of people are getting a lot of wrong information. A lot of people are getting a lot of wrong information, and that's where dogs and families are struggling. They're trying to use step one to stop an unwanted behavior, which should be a punitive, but they're using a reward and you're not. The whole thing about redirection, that's not what you do. So we go over the truth here on the show. My morning show, Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff, we really go over the truth because I start ranting about that. By the way, we'll be streaming We will be streaming on Rumble. It'll be set up by the end of this week. We'll be streaming on Rumble as well. I'll be starting probably a new podcast on Rumble. It's going to be a combination of... I hate to say the word politics, but more about current events and what's going on in, in um, especially the U.S. and um, how uh, this country is going downhill fast if we don't put the brakes on it now. And why are we letting the 1% of a population determine the 99% of all of our policies, our rules, our schooling, um, what happens to our children, um, what happens to the, uh, the way we uh, the workplace is run, and why it's being uh, run by the one percent of people when most people actually do not want it but they don't stand up and scream and shout um, as loud as the one percent does so we're going to start talking about that and more voices need to be heard there's plenty of people out there to talk about all those things as well so 20 years of dog training 10,000 dogs 300 seminars around the world did your did your did you just go off wow what if you have a lag? Um, so there's not a dog issue out there that I can't help you with. Well, I shouldn't say that. Housebreaking stuff, I'm not very good at. Um, how to pick out a puppy, not very good at. And then all the different sports, um, that's not what I do. I'm a family pet dog trainer. I'm a family pet dog trainer. So Angelo, take it away. Uh, good as gold. I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, all right, good as gold. That sounds great to me. Next. Avi. Hi, y'all. Hey, Avi. How are you doing? Hi, Avi. Snugglebun7. Hello, everyone. Had to body block a toddler who ran at my, G uh, at my German Shepherd today and mm. trying to pet him. The mother was standing right there, but apparently he had not been paying attention. Said he's friendly, but they need to ask first. Right. So they definitely need to ask. Um, and whether the dog is um, friendly or not friendly is not even the point ever. It's that... You can't pet my dog without permission, and usually it's going to be a no. 
but why is but and, and, and parents really need to tell children to not touch dogs you don't touch other people's dogs you don't touch you don't touch other people you know whatever happened to you know asking and then whatever happened to accepting the word no hashtag me too next hashtag me too yeah i'll explain that to you okay next wendy I'm watching Vader want to confirm using a dog's name. I tell people don't use the name unless with a positive command. Vader here, Vader heal, now sit down, etc. Only positive for positive recall. Well, you, we don't say Vader no. But positive, let's use an example of positive recall. If I say Vader here and he doesn't recall to me and then i apply a punisher for the lack of doing a known command i still said the word vader but you say it you definitely don't want to usually say the dog's name followed up with the word no or vader and a high stimulation you wouldn't want to do that so that's important next um melanie I believe. Should I be leaving the e-color on overnight or take it off at bedtime? Curious what the right right thing to do is. Thanks. Well, you're going to end up with pressure sores if you did that. So number one, there's there's an instruction book that comes in the, the instruction manual. Most from most of them now are underneath the plastic, the interior plastic. So if you lift that up, you'll see the warranty card and the instruction book, and you should read the instruction book. And also all um, Almost all the big manufacturers, such as Dogtra, such as Sport Dog, um, such as Garmin, um, uh, they've got uh, videos on their websites as well. We also have videos, and then in all of our paid courses, we've got videos as well. And you want to rotate the, the collar every three to four hours from the side so the dog doesn't get pressure sores. They're not burns. So if anybody ever tells you that the dog got burned by an e-collar and it's a, you know, popular brand of e-collar, um, they're just, I don't even know if the shitty ones can burn you. Um, it's a pressure sore that if you leave a collar on too long and some dogs can get pressure sores within 30 minutes. Um, so what, uh, now if you've got a dog that barks throughout the night uh, with separation anxiety, say, um, or wakes you up at four in the morning when you don't want to get up till say six in the morning. Um, uh, you can you can keep it on for the first couple of nights, but you probably want to give the dog a break, you know, a few hours prior to the overnight, so you can correct it four in the morning. Next. Um. Wendy, I'm working with a husky who learns fast. I noticed he has a tremendous fear of cars. Uh, starting 15 minute, minutes of exposure for three days. He jumped on one day three. Next to drive 15 minutes, more exposure advice. So um, fear of the inside of cars or just cars going by? So either way, either, either, either way, um, you want to definitely do short and sweet and i would actually use the e-collar so what this is what people have to start understanding with fear in the e-collar 
And a lot of people don't. And it's peaky because they just don't know or because they don't, they don't believe you. They don't, they've never seen you do it before. We use e-calendar, probably I would, I would say the most powerful tool to get a dog over fear is the e-calendar. And you can say that like, that's like, but, but, you know, it's funny because someone will say the most powerful tool is food. And it's like, well, if you've got a fearful dog, it doesn't take food. So actually you don't know what you're talking about because fearful dogs don't take food. So food would not even be in the equation. And people assume that you're just shocking the dog into submission, but that's not what you're doing. But for, but, but with fear, you definitely, and you can also use fear to train a fearful dog. You know, we've all heard those slogans, don't train with fear. That's a lie. Don't train with pain. They also say that. That's also a lie. We need context to that. So let me give you a good example. We specialize in aggression rehab. We specialize in aggression rehab. So we have dogs that maul humans kill dogs so let's say i'm working with a dog killer i would like to know if you're not going to use any sort of discomfort at all i would like to know the steps step by step how you would do that and if it's too involved to write out Come on the show and we'll do a side-by-side chat. And then I want to see 20 videos and I want to see then the owners be able to duplicate it. And it can't be, you know, your own dog that you did over four to five years. And it can't be with the dogs on your property. It has to be with random dogs. Because we can get dog killers to do really well with dogs on our property, but that's because they're dogs on our property and we're there. So often you'll see us with like, say in social, us with say 12 dogs, 15 dogs, dogs are doing fine. If one of those dogs was a dog killer and then the owner of that dog showed up, I assure you that dog would kill a dog or at least get into a fight with the dog because the presence of the owner was there. So you have to also understand association between the dog and what the dog, how the dog thinks it's supposed to behave around the owner. But let's say we're training a dog, rehabbing a dog killer. So a lot of people will say, well, that you should kill the dog. I'm like, that's a potential option actually. Um, but if I'm working that dog and it lunges towards another dog, I assure you there's going to be a large amount of very, very proficient, choreographed discomfort put onto that dog. That's unemotional, it's quick, it's efficient. That dog needs to understand that if it continues to do that, there's gonna be a humongous consequence. What people will say, though, is create a positive association with 
the dog. That's their go-to. See, that's always their go-to. Create a positive association with their dog. Okay. Got it. Got it. That would be many steps down the road. First, you have to stop the wanting to kill. Nobody wants to talk about step one. Nobody wants to talk about step one. So people assume that you're beating the dog and you're abusing the dog. It's like, no, the dog kills other dogs. If there's any abuse happening, the dog is actually abusing another dog. It killed the dog. It's pretty abusive. So with fear, you can use fear to combat fear. We do it all the time. We've been highly successful. So someone says, you can't do that, but we do it successfully. The owners do it successfully. We turn dogs around dramatically all the time, not just with one or two dogs, but thousands of dogs. Now, all of the ones, are they all successful? Nope, they're not. All dogs doing training for anything are not successful. There are dogs that cannot be diabetic alert dogs. There are dogs that cannot be service dogs. There are not dogs that, that can be good single purpose odor detection dogs. There are not dogs that would make good protection dogs. There are not dogs that would make good dock diving dogs, agility dogs. So a lot of people will also say, you know, it's not the dog, it's the trainer. Again, that's bullshit. There's something called genetics. So if you're trying to tell me the best basketball coach in the world can train me to be in the NBA, and I can't barely dribble a basketball. I did sports when I was younger, but basketball was not one of them. I got so, kicked out. So do you try again? I got kicked out of the stream yard. What's going on? I already clicked try again. Okay. It's, it's right. just loading. Okay. So there's something called genetics. It's not in my DNA there for me are. to be able to do that. Okay. Um, oh, me. mute that. Enter studio. Mm -hmm. Yep, you're back in. All right, next, Ange. Next. Scroll down. You might miss some. No, I didn't. Okay. Oh, sorry, I can't. Yes, you missed a bunch. I... Okay. Yep, you did. So scroll down. I... Oh, shoot. Yep, yep, it happens. Good as gold. Good as gold. Having trouble walking Char... Oh, gosh darn it. Having trouble walking Charlotte. I walk with... Hike George Jefferson using the pond, pop the leash, change direction a lot too. Mm -hmm. She walks so close, I think I'm going to trip, but is but is always scanning intent. Right, so she's nervous. So if you can forget the George Jefferson thing for now and um, watch our spatial pressure video. We actually have a course, well, the Green to Graduate course, and it's included in it, but we have a walking course. It's a $37 walking course. But we also have a video called Spatial Pressure. So learn spatial pressure, learn that. Also a remote collar is a fantastic tool to teach a dog how to have good 
spatial awareness and good um, uh, a good heel. Next, and again, we don't do competition heels. Our heels are differently than the competition heel. Wendy, getting in the car. So the dog to get in the car. So what you do with the dog getting in the car is you, if the dog is resistant to getting in the car, you yank the dog and you pull it in the car. Sometimes you take a long line, you throw it through the car, have somebody else do the pulling. So you do getting in the car drills. So in the car, down, out of the car, sit. In the car, down, out of the car, sit. So you just do it over and over and over again. Next. Imali, is there a good amount of time for a rehomed dog to see its previous owner, or is it best to just avoid? Thanks. Avoid. You're the owner now. Why does it need to see its previous owner? If the previous owner wanted to see the dog, they should have kept the dog. Sounds cold, doesn't it? Sounds cold, but it's your dog now. It doesn't need to see its previous owner. No, sorry, you know, so so someone's rehoming the dog and says, oh, can I come by and see the dog sometime? Say, I, actually, I would prefer not to. I prefer you don't. That's it. I mean, they're going to be like, well, then I don't want you can't have the dog. I'm like, fine, then I won't take the dog. You go find someone that will agree to those terms. I can offer your dog a good life, but no, you can't. You, you, it's, you, you can't just stop over. Sorry. Next. Uh, also, Emily, also wondering, do you not accept PayPal for your courses? I think I'm going to purchase the package. Yeah, we do. Okay. Uh, uh, well, hold on here. Um, it's on Venmo. No, we don't, but we invoice you on PayPal. We invoice so you on PayPal. Right now, right now, right now, um, I don't think it's, it's set up as PayPal. It's Stripe, which is credit cards. But if you want to do PayPal, just shoot um, shoot us a message in the chat box. There's a little chat box, a little tech support box. Shoot us a text tech support, and we'll be able to take care of that. Next. Snuggle buns. Currently having a thunderstorm, so I'm taking a, I'm taking the opportunity to put my dogs in place. My German Shepherd seems a little nervous of the thunder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what a lot of people will tell you to do during thunderstorms and during fireworks is to work the dogs. But what do you do with a dog that's so petrified to move? So instead, you put them in a position such as down or place. There's, there's definitely a bunch of different opinions on that. Definitely a bunch of different opinions on that. Next. Uh, Robert. Hi, Jeff. I'm Bob. I'm Bob in Wyoming. Hey, Bob. Listening to your advice with a 70 pound English Mastiff. He would just lay there when, why are you looking at me? Honey, just please read the question. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I always look at people that are talking. Oh. Okay. Okay. I look at you all the time. Okay. But let's focus on the questions. Yes. Um, he would just lay there when he, when uh, hooked to leash to collar. Your advice w was just walk. Okay, did that today. Hooked him up, waited five minutes, then started walking. Didn't stop. Ugly five minutes. Mm -hmm. Pro highs after five minutes. Junior her was up. Junior, this is Robert Sr. So Robert Jr. was walking behind. Maybe that's the dog's name. Well, I mean, this guy's name literally says senior, so yeah. I'm going to assume it's his son. Yeah. Family is walking his son. 
I think it's working inside. Next. I meant. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, stopped. He thought about laying down. Oh, stopped. He thought about laying down. So let's go. And he started walking again. Uh-huh. Thanks again. Don't question the answer. Just enjoy the result. Yep. So a lot of people struggle with that, where the dog all of a sudden refuses to walk. And my first advice always is, so walk. You, the human, walk. Just because the dog stops, if you stop, the dog wins. Just keep walking. Now, if the dog stops because it's like it just had surgery, it's in pain, it has bad hips, bad legs, if it's old, um, if it's too hot outside, um, um, you know, if it has to go to the bathroom, okay. But if it's a, a dog capable of walking, what I always tell people is, oh, your dog doesn't like to walk? I guarantee you if, if you took the leash off and you just said, go run around, I bet that dog would run around like crazy. So we know the dog's capable of moving. It just doesn't want to go in the direction where you want to go. That's all. <laughs> next. Okay. I was waiting for you to say next. Thank you. You know? Uh, S. Jane, as an owner of a dog reactive... Uh, as the owner of a dog reactive dog, oh, 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 okay, uh, that has repeatedly tried to go after another dog, I completely agree that there is no alternative than to inflict a bit of pain into their world, just as in the wild. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are other alternatives, but are they effective? Like, people will say you don't need to do that. There's many people that will say that you don't need to do that. And I'm like, we can stop a leash reactive dog in sometimes one session. In one session, like, what, like we're talking about like a 15 minute session. But why is it, why is the, why is the concept of applying a punisher to a dog that is displaying a highly unwanted, slightly too highly dangerous um, behavior? Why is that concept so far-fetched? Why have we been, you know, wokeness is, is, is entered into dog training. And it's, everything is fun and happy and we should, we should, you know, pretty soon we're going to be asking dogs to choose their own sex. Pretty soon dogs are going to have white privilege. Pretty soon... Um, you know, we're, yeah, it's no, like, how did you get onto that subject? I ran, I go on different rants. Yeah. So, um, but yes, inflicting discomfort, a momentary strategic, unemotional discomfort. See, people think you're just getting mad at your dog. Do you know how many people get mad and yell at their dogs? Do you, like, do you know how many people do that? They get mad and they yell at their dogs and they think that, well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to use pain. I'm just going to get mad and yell at my dogs. Let me just educate you. You're making it worse. You're doing something worse than I am doing. There's no need to yell at your dog, and there's no need for you to get mad. Just be strategic. Be unemotional and strategic. There's a top chat. Mm-hmm. From Sam. Hi guys, Angelo, this is for your book fund. How's your French learning going? Good. What'd you learn today? Uh, here's a, here's a word that I didn't tell you I learned. Mm. Uh, I don't have the exact pronunciation down as usual, but eh, 
I believe it's pronounced loofs, which is the eggs. The eggs, loofs. 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 So you know that new how I upgraded your um. Mm-hmm, I know. I upgraded your program, your mm-hmm. online program. You can submit that. You can speak into your computer, submit it. I know. And then an actual person will give you feedback. I uh, I know. I've done it multiple times. Oh, okay, cool, cool. All right. Thank you, Sam. Next. Okay. Sorry, next. Oh, I wasn't waiting for anything. I was just like, are you going to start reading the next question? But then I forgot that no, you won't actually. Why are you laughing? Please read the next question. <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you. Good as gold. Can you clarify doing play, uh, place transitioning from no words and low stim and when to add the word place back in along with low stim, without low stim? Well, good as gold. If you get a green to graduate, it spells it out really, really a lot better than I'm going to be able to spell it out on this video right now. But there's something called priming CSNCS. You're trying to you're trying to teach you're teaching the dog another language. The remote collar is another language. If your dog knows place without a remote collar, that just because you push a button, that doesn't mean you're going to be getting your dog to go to place. You have to introduce the concept of how to turn the stem off. So it's called escape conditioning. But once a dog is doing it verbally, and you're on and you've gone through the CS stage, which is the no words and just stim until the dog complies, but you're standing right there and you're giving leash guidance and you're, and you're, and you're priming the dog. So if you say six reps with just voice, then you do no words and then stim. It's part of it's, it's all part of our four-step e-collar programs. A lot of people, not, not you, but a lot of people think you're just shocking a dog and it's gonna listen to you. The only thing that works with is like, not counter surfing, getting in the trash, eating poop, digging holes, fence fighting. But as far as obedience is concerned, it's the farthest thing from the truth. The farthest thing from the truth. Next. Uh, Jane, not dog related, but real quickly. Angelo, you're growing up so fast. I feel like we have watched you age five years in just a few months. Keep doing a great job. Thanks, but I do not look 15. It's because you've, you need a haircut, is why you look like. I don't need a haircut, Papa. I, next time you see Angelo on a show, he's not a haircut. No, next, next. I, I don't need a haircut, Papa. Oh, all right. I don't need one. Uh, it's not whether you need My one. Hair is fine. It's not whether you need one or not. It's going to happen. Why? What's going on with the show? Look, my hair is fine, guys. Okay. Let's go. Let's, let's move on with the show. Hmm. Crazy nurse. I made a live. Awesome. She made it to the live. She usually doesn't. Oh. Glad to have you here. Okay. Also, crazy nurse. Um, question. We're still dealing with separation anxiety. Any suggestions? I've got 101 suggestions. Do Starting off with what's do a one-on-one online consult. Because I need a lot of information from you. There's so many things you could be doing. But too many things to list. But if we do a one-on-one online consult, we can talk back and forth. And I can actually show you, I can actually train you right online. I do a ton of one-on-one consults from around the world. Next. Okay. Uh, Lori, I'm, I'm, I'm look at my dog. I'm looking at my, huh? What? It. Some people just don't 
Some people. The word isn't complete. I'm confused. Well, also, English is not the first language of some of our listeners. I know. So um, she's looking at a prong cower. However, it's still tugging and active and acting aggression when seeing another dog. So using a prong collar and stopping aggression. Oh, and there's a side comment to attach to it. I got my dog a prong collar. However, she is still pulling an active aggressive when I run into another dog. What am I doing okay. wrong? You, what you're doing wrong is you're not understanding how to stop aggression. Yeah, prong collar does not stop aggression. Aggression rehab stops aggression. Food does not train a sit command. Knowing how to train a sit command trains a sit command. Knowing how to train a down command trains a down command. So the prong collar is going to be a communication device, but it is not. I would, if it was that easy, all I would do is shut down every one of my courses, not do anything, not do any training whatsoever, and just sell prong collars. So. I'm not saying this snarky. I'm just saying it's important. To, it's important to understand that that it's just all it is is a tool. It's a communication tool. Now we also use remote cowers. A remote cower is great. A bonker is great. Spray bottle is great. But you need to know how to use all those things. But you first need to know how to under, you have to understand the concept of actually how to stop leash reactivity if that's what it is or if it's aggression, that's way more complicated. So rehabbing aggression, a prong collar is like one one thousandth of the, of, the, of the formula. So again, rehabbing aggression, we always, we always do on a one-on-one. -on -one. We always do on a one-on-one. -on -one. And you can get that right on the academy if you wanna to go to, um, let's see, if you wanna go right to the academy right there, um, you can subscribe. First of all, even if you don't want to buy a course from us, subscribe to our mailing list right here. Subscribe to our mailing list. Um, this is our fearful dog course, the one we're filming right now, but it's up for up for sale and there's about 24, 26 videos up there already. But um, if you want to do a... Um, one-on-one, -on -one, oh, there it is. Programs and online courses. One-on-one -on -one online console right there. You can book you can book an online consults, a 30 or 60 minute online consults. All right. Okay. Uh crazy nurse. Ah, the woke dog. Course is available when best for you. We will never hurt your dog's feelings. Please inquire somewhere else. Right. Nice. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. Uh you I have green to graduate, but was confused watching you work with Tucker and wasn't sure when you were using the remote and when you weren't. That's what his name is. Tucker. So good as gold, but we were really, really clear. And when we say when we're using the remotes, so we're very, very clear. We're very, very specific on when we say we're doing it. With CS, you're not using any words and it's only remotes. And that's spelled out. You might want to rewatch it. Rewatch it. If you rewatch it a bunch of times, actually. That's what's great about our courses is you can keep replaying it. Okay. CS is you're trying to teach the dog. It's a brand new thing for the dog. It's a brand new sensation. We're teaching the dog how to shut off the stem. So there's no words. Because we want to make sure the dog understands the remote, not just the word. Then you're using the word next. 
the reason why the word the dog responds to the word is because you've already trained the dog prior to that as the course takes you through leash training first and then remote training second so the dog already understands what place is you wouldn't use the stim unless there was non-compliant that's why it's called non-compliant stim ncs so when you're using the word after the cs stage you are not using the stim not using the stim Next. uh emily dog with white privilege <laughs> we we laugh so hard at that yeah who's we her and her household or her work her workers yeah Crazy nurse, Emily Morgan, thumbs up and laughing emoji. Nope. Or is that the cringe emoji? Uh, looks like laughing, smiling. It's definitely happy. I don't think it's cringe. Eh, who knows? Snuggle bun seven. My my uh, five month old Papillon, did I get that right? Mm. Yes. Good job. Has gotten better about not whining in her down states, but still shakes. Will this eventually subside? Tried low level continuous stim to try to get a double down. No success. Um, keep working on it. Keep working on it. Yes, it does. So you've got the whining. <laughs> well, some dogs just shake all the time. We we get we get dogs that are just nervous all the time and they shake like leaves, um, constantly. The shaking is a lack of taking that energy and probably. Doing something active with it. Some dogs have a hard time um, sitting still. Some dogs are just nervous dogs, and just in general. Next, and when and, and you don't notice it when they're in movement, but you notice it when they're still. Next. Okay. Um. We okay. We just the Papillon crazy nurse. Gotcha. I'll set up the online counseling when when um my husband gets back home. Okay. Uh, in town. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, you can buy it, and then we. What I do is I email you. And we go and we come up with a mutual date and time. So that's so it's not like you, when you buy it, you pick the date. Well, I'll email you and I'll pick and we'll go back and forth. Next. Okay. Linda. Uh, hi, Jeff and Angelo. I'm curious. Have you used a bonker with Vader? We have not, have we? I don't think we have. No, we haven't. Nope. And also, Linda, loving the fearful dog course. My my uh, dog is super skittish and, and he doesn't take treats. Nope. No, I don't. I don't want to say no. Fearful dog does, but most don't. In twenty years, ten thousand dogs. First of all, we get non-fearful dogs that don't take food from us. We we get dogs that just won't take food. They're just not food. They're not food driven. Like people have to understand, there are so many family pet dogs out there that are not food driven. There's so many pet pet dogs out there that are not toy driven. They just don't really care about toys. I mean, I, people ask me that question. How can I get my dog to play with toys more? I'm like, you can't. You, you can. Well, you, you can. can. You can. You can. You can increase their, their 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 drives, but 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 sometimes nervous dogs don't take food. But sometimes just dogs in general don't take food. But you can build food drive. You have, we, in fact, in all, of, in all in all of our courses, we show we have a video on building food drive. Also, folks in the sports world are very, very knowledgeable about that because they need food drive to um, uh, 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 it's a lot of the beginning stages of um, training. Next. Uh, Jane, my dog reacted his uh, lab pit bull mix typically won't fight another dog around me, has even stopped showing he is overstimulated by them. However, off leash or when I'm away, he will certainly fight. 
So unfortunately, as of, for right now, he shouldn't be off leash and away from you. So there's many dogs that when they have a leash on, they're next to their handlers that are worse actually, but there's many dogs that actually do better. They do better because they like, they like the, um, believe it or not, they like somebody else in control and they like someone else making the decisions for them. That's why when people are saying like, let dogs be dogs, that's another stupid statement. Like, what does that mean? Do the dogs in the wild kill other dogs? They kill other things. We have chickens on this property. So should I let my dogs be dogs and just eat the chickens because they're no. hungry? Should I? We need those things for eggs. But a lot of people believe have this phrase, let dogs be dogs. It's like, that's just, well, that's one of the stupidest phrases in the world. I mean, it's, if you it's have like, like 10,000 chickens, that would, okay, be total, that would be total anarchy. Next. Yeah. Uh, Walter, who is telling large dog owners to use harnesses? I see a large population using harnesses and just getting pulled down the street. Well, yeah. you can, a lot of the, it's really right, ironic that there are people out there that are against, they're like, don't use a, say, a prong collar because it will hurt the dog. But meanwhile, talk to any dog chiropractor and they will tell you the prong collar is the best tool for the dog and the harness is one of the worst tools for the dog. Because it pulls on the back. Well, it misaligns. It, it miss, number one, they can get lots of abrasions underneath their arm. It can mess up their spinal, messes up their spinal cord. And it's also designed for pulling. Now, some people will say, oh, my dog doesn't pull. It wears a harness. Fine. It's three feet in front of you, not pulling. So we all have different, we all have a different bar of what, like, walking a dog is. Next. Uh, Wendy, how, can I share my account and, and courses with my husband who travels two weeks at a time? He is very involved with wanting to stay on course with my training. I don't want, I don't want to lose my access. Yeah. Yeah. With family members, yes, you can. Okay, Jane. Uh, Walter, I honestly laugh every time I see someone put a harness on them. It it automatically turns them into, all into huskies um, in the idiot idiotrod. Keep going. Keep trying that word. It it did. I did to rod. I did to rod. That could be that could be the right word. Might not be the exact sound it, of it. Well, it's obviously another word for idiot. So no, not at all. It's a it's a it's a very famous um, uh, dog mushing event in Alaska. It it it, it a rod. Yeah, the I did, did, did a rod. I did a rod. Right. I did yeah, a rod. I did a rod. Yeah. Yep. It, you can watch it. You should watch some documentaries on it. It's pretty interesting. Sounds. It sounds like a. It sounds like a weird version of an Oreo. Well, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to ban it, too. They're trying to shut it down, which would be stupid. Why? Why? Because they think it's mean to dogs. What are, What do they do? They pull and pull and pull and pull, and they're out in the cold. And they, Huskies are literally built to but live they're not, they're in the cold. A lot of them are not even Huskies. They're not even Huskies. That's not the point. The point is the last thing that an owner of a team or the team head of the team would want is one of their dogs to die. It's the last thing they would want is one of their dogs to die. Wait, have the dogs ever died? Mm -hmm. Yeah, dogs have, dogs have died. But you know what else? In the Boston Marathon every year, and in a lot of 
marathons, which are 26.2 mile races, people die. People die. People die in people die in races. Mm. Triathlons, pe mm. people die. How? Do they just over-accelerate their heart? Their heart goes bad, yep. I mean, after the COVID shot, high school students were dropping dead left and right in sports. Mm. They were. Mm. That's, why you, that's why you're not vaccinated. Yeah, well, also you hate the vaccination. Well, one of the reasons why is because I did my own independent research. And you don't want me to die and I, and I, and soccer. I, and, I, and I wouldn't be surprised if, I wouldn't be surprised if many people now that the truth is finally coming out and Dr. Malone is actually allowed to speak, I wouldn't be surprised if many people probably wish, especially a high population of females, because there's a lot of connections to a lot of feminine problems that are tied into the vaccination. I bet you there's a lot of people that wish they, they did not get it, but a lot of them felt forced to do it or else they would lose their jobs. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a disgrace that our Navy SEALs had to do it, that our military personnel had to do it, that pilots had to do it, that, um, pilots, that little... the children, in fact, the CDC right now, not that the CDC means shit, CDC is, is, a, is, is, is about as reputable as a, a nine-week-old baby giving you information, but now they're even saying it, would, it, it is not necessary for a child under, I believe it's 16, it might be 18, to get the vaccination. Meanwhile, they were trying to go below five years old, but all of a sudden now they say, well, now it's 16 and 18, and this is after schools schools made it mandatory you couldn't come to school unless you were vaccinated wait a minute papa so you mentioned the military aren't a lot of military people like flying planes alone yeah and so why would they need to get the vaccine their vaccination well, because they're around they're around other military people anyway let's keep going on yeah, but then they let's still go down, let's not go down the vaccination hole because you it, literally just dug 15 in feet deep because it, it, it upsets a lot of people Yes. You were ranting on it for 10 minutes. I'm allowed to rant. It's my show. Next question. You read the questions. I rant. Ah. All right. Good as gold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does my screen keep doing that? Good as gold. How come my dog can can do her crate place down perfectly when and we do it as tri Wait, no, we already read that one. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. We didn't? No. Oh. Oh, that was Wendy. No, no, so, it was. So I don't know. Finish, I'm confused. Yeah, I'm getting confused. How, um, how come my dog can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, perfectly when we do it, hit as training with his um meals. Then out of then out of context, she resists and hides behind the coffee table. So obviously, your dog is number one. I don't know how you're doing your food training. There's actually a proper way to do food training and a proper way not to do, and then there's an improper way to do food training. Also. You've got to eventually, number one, your dog should be on a leash. Your dog should be on a leash so it can't hide, number one. Number two, you have to, at some point, um, apply a punisher for noncompliance of a known command. So we talked a little bit earlier in the show about we don't use punishers to um, train obedience. 
but we use a, we treat, use it to stop unwanted behavior. But in order to proof and to finish a dog, you need to apply a punisher for not doing a known command. So if you've got a dog that says that when you when you say down, it downs and then it gets a food reward. And so you do that 10 times in a row, that dog knows down. Take away the food, say down, the dog doesn't do it, then you would apply a punisher. Next. Um, snuggle bun seven. Uh, Pet Smart was who told me to put a harness on my high German Shepherd. It was no pull, but he could still pull enough that I was afraid of losing control of him. Thank goodness I found a balanced trainer. Yeah, I would exactly wouldn't take advice from a large big box company on dog training or on nutrition or on training equipment or on the toys that they had or on um, probably wouldn't take advice on anything that they would have. I would do my own research and decide what I want. I probably would go in there if I needed poop bags in a rush. Next. Um, SK. Once again, thank you. You changed lives. I'm blown away on a daily basis by my girl and how far she has come. This course has been in the answer to everything I've been trying to work through to, with her. Awesome. Probably talking about the, the nervous dog course. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, here's something really, really funny, though, because we just got in 540 poop bags. So we remember that two days ago we ran out of poop bags and Joelle said, oh, shoot, we're out of poop bags. And I said, oh, just grab a, one of the um, grocery store bags. So she did. So went on to Amazon that day and I ordered same day delivery poop bags. And we got a bunch of poop bags delivered the hmm. same day. So how do you like that? Okay, I have a question. Hmm. So what if what would happen if you were to order same day delivery at 11.59 p.m.? I, don't, I think there's a cutoff. I think it tells you if you order by a certain time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it was a joke, but still, if they didn't cut off your orders by a certain time, then right. technically it wouldn't be same day delivery. No, it would definitely wouldn't because be. Unless they can get there in like five seconds, then technically it's not well, same pretty, day delivery. But there's, there's, there are places that are doing, Amazon's doing drone deliveries, so they'll be able to get you stuff quick. Next. Yeah, but one minute quick? Not not that quick. Exactly. Next. So, Crixis. Uh, or Crixis. Crixis is right. Crixis. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, Crixis. Hello, guys. New videos are spot on. Keep up the great work, Jeff. Thank you. Angelo, your podcasts are awesome. Great job. Maybe one on Leon, Leonid? Oh, uh, Leonidas and the Brave 300. Do you know who they are? Leonidas and the Brave 300. Is that Greek mythology? Crixus, is that Greek mythology or Egyptian or Nordic? Because that's the, those are the only mythologies I um talk about. You, well, you used to talk about Roman, but I don't, yeah, which what is Roman is literally just Greek with new names. Yeah. So what's what 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 is what is that from? What's what's that from? And thanks. And by the way, the courses are all edited and filmed by Joelle. So kudos to her. Next. Cheryl and Brittany. Uh, hello, Jeff and Angelo. Hello, how are you? Hello. Cheryl, Snugglebun7. Hello. Uh, okay, Snugglebun7. Hey, Cherry. I mean, Cheryl. I, I didn't see the L for a second. Cherry? Why did I read that as Cherry? Because if there was no L, it would be Cherry. 
True. No, it would need an extra R to technically be Cherry. Well, you can probably do it. Get away with it with one R. Eh. Well, if it was only one R, how would you? What would it be? Cherry. No, you. There's no you in Cherry. I know, cherry. but Cherry. Cherry. Should have a U. The E can be er with well, an R next to it, Papa. All right, next. Cherry. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Next. Susan, how do I teach my, my dog to settle with her head down like you do? She downs great, but but can't settle. Do you have a video for teaching that command? I do, and it's all low level. So there's a video. We have it in um, in the nervous dog course, fearful dog course that we have, and it's bonus material. And then we have a video on YouTube on how to teach the double down, and it's all done on and I demonstrated constantly throughout the course as well all the time because vader's it needs to be in the double down and um there's some videos out there um some some of the many many of the hundreds of hate videos out there on me of just people ranting how we hit dogs at 100 to them to double down and i'm like where did you get this information from like i literally have videos showing single digit double downs like, I mean, I'm showing live. I do it right in front of crowds of people. Right in front of crowds of people, I do it. Like, I've done it in the 300 seminars that I've done. I've done it at every single seminar. So I've done it in front of about 2,000 people live. And then I've done it. And then I've got a video showing it. And then I talk about it all the time. And I demonstrate it probably about a dozen times in this new video that we're making. So these people that go on these rants, like put down the pipe and go teach somebody something. Next. Put down the pipe. Next. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Su Wait, now I just read Susan. Sue this time, not Susan, just Sue. What? Angelo, you should read some Gary Paulson books like Woodson and Hatchet, wilderness stories, dog sled stories, and survival stories that are very engaging and informative. Hmm. Maybe. Do you know, do you, are you remember that, Gary Paulson? Probably not. I'll write it down for you. Uh, I can, no, I can remember it. I'm going to write it down anyway. I can remember well, it, though. How about if I want to buy the books for you? I can remember it, though. Well, how about if you're not there? Then just bring me to the bookstore. How about if I want to get them on Amazon? Then just. But I'll probably go to Books a Million for them. Exactly. So then just bring me to the bookstore. Well, I'm going to write it down anyway. But I'll remember. Okay. Good. Then both of us knows. Great. No. Uh, Joe, I have a, a five-month old Doge de Bordeaux, I believe. Doge de Bordeaux. Doge de Bordeaux. Doge de Bordeaux? That's yeah, dog from France. Well, obviously, that's French. Right. Most clearly French. Yep. Already getting too strong for me. Trying to teach to walk on left leg, becoming in a battle as she gets bigger st slash stronger. Currently using him chick chain. Choke chain. Choke chain. That, well, it, it was spelled as chick. Yeah, a lot of people misspell things. I do often. Yeah. Yes, I know how to correct her, but she's not responding as she should. Um, choke chains are really hard to train dogs on. Switch to a prong collar. Prong collars look more, more barbaric, but they are much easier. Also, watch our spatial pressure video. Also, we have a 
full course on getting a dog to heal, but a choke chain, what happens with the choke chain is it kicks in the dog's opposition reflex and it encourages the dog to pull more. So get yourself a prong collar, which is going to be a more effective tool, but with that, you need the proper information. And then the proper information is in our courses. And I also have free videos on YouTube, but if you want to see it step-by-step, -step, we have it in courses. Next. Uh, uh, Cheryl. I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Carol? Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah. Okay. Angelo gets the award for Crit Critical Thinker of the Year. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, if you, if you listen to his podcast. Snuggle Buns. He's really Had good. someone tell me that the e-collar box looked heavy on my poor dog? Don't think she realized that small dogs are also dogs and can be just as hardy as big dogs. Also, it's the micro, so smaller box. Well, if you would have had a piece of duct tape on your dog... Your dog, they would probably say something. So it's like, so had a woman tell me that the e-collar box looked heavy. It looks heavy. Ask her how many ounces it is. So just ask her, how many ounces is the collar? And what would be a amount of ounces you would be okay with? How many, how many, how many ounces would you be okay with? So I just just ask her. Just, okay. You know, so it's like when someone says that it looks it it looks heavy. What does that mean? What looks heavy? So you can put two cars next to each other, and if you don't know anything about cars, can you tell which one looks heavier? It's not necessarily the bigger car. It's not the taller car. It's not the one with two doors compared to four doors. It's not the longer car. So how do you tell uh, which car is heavier? Right, how do you? You'd have to weigh them. Well, yeah. Put them on but a... without weighing them. Yeah. Also, wouldn't a car, like, break any scale with its no, weight? No, not at all. They've got tractor-trailer tra um, scales. Ah. On the side of highway. So, so you have to say, you just, just to say to them, say, how heavy is the collar? How heavy is the collar and what is an acceptable weight for my dog? Well, I mean, let's be, let's be rational about it. Let's be rational. Like, let's have a discussion about it. What's acceptable? Next. Leonidas was a Spartan king who took a, who took three hundred men to fight one hundred thousand Persians. Okay, okay, so yeah, that's technically Greek because the Spartans um worshipped Ares, who is a Greek god, and therefore they are Greek. Got it. Oh, and also they worshipped Artemis and so, Aphrodite. But do you know who that is, though? Do you know who Leonidas is? Does that come across any of your readings? Never heard of him. Maybe we should look that up. <laughs> Homework for Friday. What? Pill. Okay. That's your homework for Friday. You're going to write a story on the United and the 300 men. Oh, actually, no, that sounds nice. Okay. Mythology, yeah. Yep, next. Crixus uh, from Cheryl. Crixus died at uh, 72 BC. Dang, that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Was a Gallic gladiator and military leader in the Third Servile War between the Roman Republic and the rebel slaves. Cited Wiki. So um, that's Gaelic and Roman, so I'm most likely not going to talk about it. Gaelic. Yeah, we've been trying Gaelic. to... Gaelic is pronounced. Gaelic. Okay. 
Gallic. It's a Gallic, right? It's pronounced Gallic. Gallic. Next question. Uh, about that. What next question? Okay. All right, guys. So seven fifty-seven anyway. Time to go. Don't forget. Um, you can go to our courses. And we did have some technical difficulty. I'm not quite sure why that is still up there. But um, let's go right to the academy right there. And there's our fearful dog courses right there. Buy our fearful dog courses, no matter what, hit subscribe. All right. All right, everybody. Take care. Thank you so much. Bye bye.